Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast with Justin Bizarro. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host. That's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. If you want to find us, you can find us on Instagram at Justin Bizarro. Again, that's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. If you're really interested and we're relaunching on Instagram, it's centurion.battalion. You can see that. We haven't put anything on there yet, but it is out there. Uh, But we will mainly be using uh, my personal account. You can also find me on the other podcast we have, which we're launching, which I'm going to get into this in a minute because it's going to be part of the story. But today's question is, why, when we are worrying about the competition, do we never win? So I'm going to repeat it. Why, when we are worrying about the competition, do we never win? So if you want to find this podcast or all the other podcasts I'm on, you can find us on Spotify or wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts. But today's question, again, is why, when we are worrying about the competition, do we never win? So I'm going to give everyone a little thing here. This is my seventh podcast I am recording today, so I apologize if I sound tired or I'm not on cue or I'm not on par, but I think I'm actually gaining momentum today by recording this being number seven. And this is going to be part of my point today. This is why I'm actually having this conversation because I recorded six yesterday, I record seven today, and I record five tomorrow, okay? And it goes across all the things that I'm doing. One is, let's go back to the question, why when we are worrying about the competition do we never win? If I'm worried about what everyone else is doing or all the, what everyone else is doing in the podcast space or what the audience is doing or all the other millions of people entering the podcast space right now, I wouldn't have four podcasts. I wouldn't be doing six, seven, and five podcasts in a day. Okay, I'm going on f- almost 16 hours now. I did take a break and took a nap on the couch here in the studio for about 30 minutes and then woke up to get another guest on, okay? And I didn't even record a single episode today for the new series we're doing, The Night Dash, or with Justin Bizarro, that's D-A-S-H-O-R, just for anyone trying to find us on Spotify, that's The Night Dash, or with Justin Bizarro, that's one of the shows that we're working on. I'm also recording with guests on the Justin Ryan Bizarro show. It's like Justin the Food Entrepreneur show, except all the entrepreneurs, the musicians, the entertainers, the actors, the actresses, the athletes are all outside of the food space, okay? So we had so much interest coming in from just in the food entrepreneurs over our recent success, over the amount of downloads we're getting that we decided to spin off a podcast on its own and just launch it for all those individuals out there who need a voice, who are rising up in the world, starting to get, you know, the little bit of momentum, you know, the infamous stuff that they're doing, famous or infamous, whatever you want to call it, probably not the right word, but I've been here a long time today, so excuse if I got that one wrong. But what I'm talking about is this, I'm always trying to make distance. First, I had Justin the Food Entrepreneurs. Then I did Centurion Leadership Italian Podcast for a while and dabbled a little bit in Justin the Food Entrepreneurs. While I was running businesses, as you can see in the, in the notes here, what I've done, what I'm doing, okay? But right now, I am making distance, okay? I am... I've had four podcasts that are launching. The next one, in case anyone's listening, will be May 1st. The Justin Ryan Bizarro Show will release its first episode on Spotify on May 1st. Okay. The Night Dash or D A S H O R has two podcasts probably out by the time this one releases. I think I saw in my notes, but we already have almost 16 recorded for that show. For the Justin Ryan Bizarro show, we're already lined up. We already have 11 recorded, and I already have 11 to 13, I can't remember, 
already ready to record, already lined up on the calendar for the months of October and May. Okay, so we're going to be dropping episodes weekly for the Night Dasher show, and we're going to be dropping episodes weekly or twice a week for the Justin Ryan Bizarro show, depending on how much momentum we're getting, how many guests we're getting, because we don't want the information to go stale as we record, okay? But I am a recording machine, okay? I don't think there's anyone out there, not many, that can keep up with what I'm doing right now, and it doesn't matter because I don't care about them. I care about beating myself. I care about doing better myself, and I keep care about making distance on everyone else. Um, so that being said, why... When we are worrying about the competition, do we never win? I'll give you an example. I am working on a TV show with another Arite Syndicate member. Okay, it is we have people in Miami, in Indiana, in Nashville, in Los Angeles, all working on this now in New York City. Also, this is an 18 season season 18 seasons over 12 years series. Okay. We have at least 16 episodes per season around the world. It's called Fruitopia, Eat, Love, Learn. I didn't even think about what everyone else is doing. I just did it the way that I wanted to do it. I laid it out with the team the way we wanted it done, the way we could do it better. We didn't worry about what everyone else was doing. We worried about what we wanted to do, how we wanted to put positivity in the world, how we wanted to produce the best possible thing that we could produce that would drive the most value, not just be a TV show. Okay, I am fired up about this. I've been going at this a long time, so I've got momentum, so my voice is good. It's all warmed up from the six other podcasts I did. All the other entrepreneurs that have been on those podcasts, they've pumped me up because I love listening to their stories because I love learning from them. And I don't worry about the competition anymore. If you've ever seen a meme or a photograph of Michael Phelps, he's always swimming to the finish line. He doesn't worry about where his opponents are, but guess what? His opponents are already were always peeking out of the water looking at him when he was in the races. He's won how many gold medals? He didn't worry about the competition. He worried about making distance on himself and winning, concentrating on the wins, concentrating on what he could do to be better. Okay? So what am I talking about here? The reason you don't win when you focus on the competition is you start imitating them. You start thinking that if you do what they do or do it better than them or do the things that they're doing better than them, that you're going to win. But it's not authentic and true to you, and it often doesn't match your brand. It doesn't match you as a human, and it doesn't match your team. It doesn't match your community. It doesn't match your school, whatever we're talking about here. This episode's not going to be long because I'm on fire right now. I'm getting my points in, and I'm nailing them home. So what do I mean? I mean that each and every one of us who's listening in here, who wants to be a leader, has to be the best leader that they can and start making distance on them previous self yesterday. As I once heard Jocko Willink say, the scoreboard is zero every morning. You start all over again. It doesn't matter what you won yesterday or how you got promoted or how much you grew or whatever. You've got to make distance on that person or else that win's going to go away. It's going to fall to the wayside and you're not going to win again. So it's important that we focus on ourselves and competing with ourselves and growing ourselves and becoming better versions of ourselves. Obviously, as an athlete, you can't always be the best athlete and your body deteriorates, but I, I bet you you can be a growing human. I bet you could be a smarter athlete. I bet you could be a more emotionally intelligent athlete. 
I bet you could be a better father, a more emotionally intelligent father, a better brother, a better sister. You can grow in many ways. I'm not just talking athletics or physical size or fitness. I'm talking about mental toughness. I'm talking about spirituality. I'm talking about making sure your body is a temple and your soul is good to go. I'm talking about the mind, the body, the soul, the heart, the spirit, you know, mind, body, soul, the triangle, the trinity, whatever you want to call it. Is it in balance? Is each one of those pieces growing in your life every day against you, not against comparing yourself to someone else? Because comparison leads to suffering, leads to misery, leads to you sitting on the couch depressed, eating food and not going anywhere with your life or going to your job and just getting your job done and making no distance. You want to be better than the competition. You want to win, compete with yourself and make sure you take no rest days. I haven't taken a rest day in probably five months now, maybe six months. There was a period even I was sick. I got pneumonia, or sorry, bronchitis, strep throat, and the flu all at the same time in January and February. You can ask my friends. I was like sick for like five weeks in a row. Still showed up to networking events. Still showed up to anything once I was contagious. Still went out there and did the things that I had to do, and I was dying. I would lose my voice during podcasts, and I'd have to like hold up get my voice together, start recording again. No rest days, bronchitis, strep throat, the flu. I burned out. I went through a lot of life transitions, but it did not stop me. It made me better. I hit rock bottom in a lot of ways, but I bounced back up. It's what happens when you build a 24-year-old company. You don't have the right mentors. You don't have the right people in your life. And while I grew a lot and I became a really good person, Core values matter. And when people in your company or people that you're close to or your business partners are so focused on money or competing with others, like we're talking about, we don't win. You don't win. Those companies win. You're giving them more eyeballs. Don't do that. Don't give your competition more eyeballs. Don't give the athlete you're competing against more eyeballs. Focus on you. Focus your brand on you. And if it's not positivity, if it's not picking someone else up because that will help you grow, then don't do it. But I do recommend putting on your own mask before you put on others because if you haven't blazed the trail, you can't blaze the trail for others. It's impossible. You can't go back and teach other people how to do it, okay? It's why Alcoholic Anonymous is so successful. Everyone's been through that darkness, and then once they're in remission, once they're in healing, once they're in recovery and they're becoming good members by living to the principles, the steps, the core values, the traditions of AA. They're all 12, by the way, to make it easy for everyone. They then go back and help the others who are struggling, that are wanting help, that are looking to have to be sober, to have better lives. It's the same thing here. You want to keep growing, focus on you. You know why that works for them? Because helping others also keeps them sober. So if you want to grow, help others and keep growing once you've learned how to grow. You don't focus on the competition because then you're competing with them, with other humans. Grow the other humans and then grow yourself by competing with your previous self from yesterday. There's a lot of that going on. 
guys, where we're knocking down other buildings, where we're bad-mouthing, where we're gossiping, where we're trying to tear down our competition. That's what happens when we focus on our competition, when we can't seem to make distance, because guess what? There's only one of them, and there's only one of you, and you're not going to be the same. You're not going to succeed in the same ways. You're not going to have the same work ethic or hard work or determination or dreams. So why even try? Because when you do start comparing yourself, the easy thing to do is gossip, call them names, come after them, do crazy, stupid shit that would be normally out of your mind. If someone did that to you, you'd be going crazy and they'd be getting in the way of your dreams, you competing with yourself. So why do it to others? I do not care about competing with you. I care about winning, and to do that, I have to make distance on myself. I'm going to repeat it. I do not care about competing with you, any of you, even the audience. I care about winning, and to do that, I have to make distance on myself every time. And if we end up in a game and I'm doing that, I'm going to be much more suited for uncomfortability because there's nothing more uncomfortable and judgmental and hard on themselves than me. Because I compete with myself. Because I'm so self-reflective and so self-aware that I am harder on me than anyone else. I'm not, don't confuse this with self-pity. Don't confuse this with me being down. It is a humbling experience that allows me to look at the things I need to improve on and then I grow. That's why if you want to win, stop focusing on what everyone else is doing. Stop blaming everyone else or the competition or the government or covid does not matter. The reason you're not winning is because you can't beat the former self that you had. You can't win over yourself daily. You don't stack up tasks or skills or seven podcasts in a day to win on top of developing a TV show, on top of running, uh, building another company that I'm trying to go back after the food service business with a group of really strong entrepreneurs in a partnership called Freedom Foods. You're going to go bring freedom to the world through food. Liberty through food, human growth through food, biodiversity through food, regenerating our planet through food, through diversity of animals, plants, and starches, whatever you want to call it. Plants, they're still plants. Minerals, nuts, legumes, all the categories. We're going to go do that. Why? Because I don't care what everyone else is doing. I'm competing against me and making distance against me and pushing that ball down the field. Why? Because the only way that I'm going to make a difference in this world and the individuals that I'm with are going to make a difference in the world is if we compete against ourselves and keep moving along and fulfilling that dream of freedom foods. Okay, it's what I'm talking about here. I will not stop. I will never stop. Why? Because I don't because if I concentrate on the competition and they stop, I'm gonna think I have a day off. Nope. How many people take Saturday and Sundays off? Make distance on those days. Compete with yourself from yesterday. If I compete with myself, the previous version of myself from yesterday, every day, I'm going hard three sixty five. It's why I now do seventy five hard three hundred and sixty five days a year. That's my mission. I started it this year. I have a post about it on my Instagram, at Justin Bizarro. You can see it. 
should be posted. I write them in advance and then they get posted later based on I'm stacking my pipeline all the time to outwork everyone. That way, if any bumps in the road happens, I know I've got myself set up to win in the future so I don't have to worry about falling backwards. That's why I'm so ahead on recording. That's why I'm so ahead on writing my posts. That's why I'm so ahead on the TV show planning 18 seasons over 12 years. That's three seasons every two years to be released. If you do the math and it's an average of 16 seasons, 32, 48 episodes in two, every two years. Why? I know I can do it. I've been training for it. That's why I upped the podcast. That's why I agreed to do four podcasts. That means I'm having episodes on all four released every week starting in May. Why? Because I'm a killer. Because I'm killing my previous self always and growing him into the new me. Shedding the bad layers. being Holding him accountable. I don't care what everyone else thinks of me anymore. People are like, oh, that's narcissism. No, it's not. The negativity, the amount of people that try to cut me down, bully me, come after me, the more successful I am, is astounding. It's astounding. It is pitiful, and I can't believe humans are like this. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, humanity is so disappointing. No kidding. We are but not me and not the individuals that think this way, that I don't care about the other individuals. What I do care about is they grow and I help them grow and I spread positivity to the ones that that want it and aren't going to be negative all the time. I spend my energy there so they can grow. But I really don't care what humans think because a lot of the time, the more successful you do and the more distance you gain in yourself, you gain way more distance on the ones who, who take breaks on the weekend or go out drinking all the time. Okay, it's about solution driven results. How many people are just complaining and wanting the government and wanting someone to fix their problems? I don't think that way. No one is going to fix my problems except for me. No one is going to provide the solutions in the world except for me. No one is going to believe in my dreams as much as I believe in them, period. No one is ever going to have dreams as big as mine because no one else is me. They don't understand me. And there's no one out there to compete with me because there is no other me. There is only me. So everyone out there, when you're competing with your spouses or competing with your relationships or wanting to win an argument and a winning means more than anything in an argument and I got to be right. Do you? Do you? Because I would rather be competing against myself, coming after myself, winning over myself than arguing with my spouse or my girlfriend or my fiance or whatever it is for you, domestic partner, whatever, boyfriend, whatever you have, husband, wife, kids. Do you really want to argue? You really want to spend your time trying to be right and trying to prove something and prove you're right all the time? Because that's what society's turned into. I've got to be right and I'll do whatever I can. Exaggeration, lying, just to be right. And if if you don't see me as right, I will go around you and I will cut you down and I will get a, a digital lynch mob or a lynch mob or bullies to gang up and come after you. Good work, man. I've seen it, believe me, in all the places and even in my own facilities. One day we'll talk about all the things that have been said and all the things and how I fought back and maybe I didn't do it the right way, but it was because I started concentrating on the bullies and taking them down versus on trying to worry about me.
I learned. I went into the darkness. It's not a fun place. I've been there a lot. I've been in the darkness in a lot of different ways. I've let it into my home. I've let it into my life. And it's not what everyone thinks it is. It's not so glaring. It's not so obvious. Again, there'll be a post that I have. It'll list the 13 things of darkness. I guarantee you are the 13 tricks the devil play because there are 13. Just like there's 13 virtues that Ben Franklin lays out, which I think are way more spot on than the actual, the other ones that we have, the seven virtues and the seven vices. I think there's 13 vices and 13 virtues. Sorry. And I know I'm going to upset everyone, but most likely Jesus probably turned wine into water, not water into wine. Why would he turn something into that has such a negative effect on people? And why when most of the population don't believe in wine and drinking and the Native Americans hadn't even had alcohol yet by that time, just let's talk about that, would he do that? No, because what Jesus does and what God does is he brings purity patience, love, but I want to emphasize purity. So you're going to take something that's unpure, man-made, and turn it back into what God made water. It just seems silly to me. Everyone turns water into wine. Brewers do it all the time. Wine companies all the time. Water the grapes, let the grapes grow, then the grapes turn into wine. Add water. I know everyone's like, no, you're missing the point, Justin. How could you say that? Think about it. When we focus on other things or we focus on turning things into impurities, bad-mouthing people, making people look bad, it becomes a cloudy mess that leads to no good. Foggy brains, foggy minds, depression, slowness. Water is purity. Water is good. Drink a gallon of water a day. See what happens. Drink a gallon of wine a day. See what happens. But we throw logic out the window. We throw the things out the window because these things are written into history and they're written into books and we don't understand what's really going on and we don't actually look at what is actually being said or who translated it or whose interpretation it is. Why? Because we need to make our own. That's why there were no churches Okay, the church actually used to exist in the community and inside each of us, not in bricks and mortar. I get it. We need to go there and they give us a message and everyone's like, oh, baptized, you're healed. Great. I get it. But it's too easy. It's too easy. All of a sudden, I'm just like, oh, forgiven, baptized. I get the the note. I get that I can be forgiven. I get all that. But it takes away the fact and it starts loses the point of I need to grow against me. I can't just go to church and have everything get better or have a priest or a reverend or whatever they are fix this. And I love leadership when they say, oh, Jesus is the only way. Okay? I understand what it is to be Christian. But I want everyone to think about who we're really competing against and who really has the relationship with God, the highest one. It's not someone else. It's us inside of us. And I know everyone thinks they need it translated and all that. But reading the Bible, reading the Quran, reading the um, the original, um, the, old, uh, the old scripture, geez, I'm having trouble. It's all about your interpretation. It's all about what it means to you and how you build your relationship with God or your higher power or whoever, whatever religion you are. It's not for someone else to tell you. That's the whole point. 
If you let someone else tell you, you're never going to achieve excellence and you're never going to be, in this case, who God wants you to be and created you to be and what was your purpose. Everyone wants to know what their purpose is. Stop competing and worrying about how everyone else has it and why do they have a purpose and I don't. We all have a purpose. The first one is to procreate. And if it's in and in that it's to grow humans into better versions than we are. And if you don't procreate and have your own kids, I am one of them and I have stepkids and I have millions of people around me, it's to grow the humans into better versions than you. But not by teaching. By living by an example, by competing with yourself, becoming the best version of yourself that you can, and then it's attraction over promotion. Meaning they want what I have, so they're asking for advice, and I'm willing to give it to them in a positive way. And a lot of people who go asking advice, the person giving the advice back will often not give you the right advice because unintentionally they're trying to tear you down. You really got to focus on this. Those that don't compete with themselves, who are competing with everyone, aren't people to go to for sound advice. Do I want to win? Do I want to be the best podcaster in the world? Do I want to be the best television show in the world? Do I want to be the best food entrepreneur in the world or entrepreneur in the world or leader in the world? Absolutely. But I'm not competing with everyone else out there. I'm learning from them, maybe. I'm reading books from the best. I'm doing all that, but it's all reflection on who I am so I can gain distance on myself. That's why I read the 10 pages. That's why I do the 75 hard. That's why I'm a part of the Arite Syndicate. That's why I push myself to not just do one podcast to do four. That's why I'm doing a TV show. That's why I'm launching a new third service company to go and be a better version of myself and do it better than I did the first 24 years I had a food service company. It matters. Because when you worry about everyone else, you enable the bullies, the criticism, the abusers, the stalkers of the world to have access to you, to your ego. I'm talking about the positive one built off of confidence, not the negative one that protects you stupidly. But you need to know who that is. Because if you want to compete against yourself and really win, you need to take care of your own ego. You need to be humbled. You need to have an ego that's built off of confidence. That's built off a reality and self-awareness and self-reflection. And weirdly, I didn't even really have all this stuff in my mind. Again, it's just coming out of my mouth. I'm letting God do it. I pray to God. I pray to my higher power to use me, let me grow, and let me help other individuals so they can grow into better versions of themselves too. Not grow into me, but I will tell you, you follow the 13 virtues of Ben Franklin or make them your core values or your ethics and morals, it goes a long way, way more than you could imagine, way more than often we get out of our traditional religions or going to church. We don't cover that shit like that. We don't make it as simple as here's the 13 things. Let's put it on a grid and do them. Okay. And a post that you can see in my post, there's the 13 D's that, or the things that lead to our demise. Also known as the 13 tricks the devil plays. Go look it up on my Instagram, at Justin Bizarro, B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. Like it, share it. Everyone tells me how they read all of it. Share it. If it means so much, like it and share it. I know a lot of you do. I know a lot of you guys follow it. I know a lot of you guys talk about it. But, you know, put your hand in there, be brave, and share it if you believe in it. 
I know it's scary to talk about God and talk about the devil and talk about light and talk about darkness in the world we live in because everyone just wants to hack you down or find an excuse to make fun of you or put you down. It's not cool, man. We are who we are. Compete against yourself. Stop worrying about whether people accept you. Stop trying to fit in and find a place of belonging by being your true and authentic self and turn into the person you were meant to be and achieve excellence over a lifetime by pursuing it. Then you will belong with all the other motherfuckers out there achieving excellence like I do. I don't try to fit in. It's never been something I've done. I didn't want it. It made me feel uncomfortable. I was scared of it. I was worried about it. I saw how stupid people would be when they get in group mentality. How they lost their own free will. How they lose their independence by getting into group settings. And criticizing, complaining, expecting everyone else to do it for them. You need to be solution driven. Period. For you. For the world. For your family. For your community. For the schools. Why? Because what the frick else are we going to do with our lives? Watch TV the whole rest of the time? That's why I'm like, TV is garbage. I mean, Star Wars might give the best lessons of them all at this point in terms of life and the dark side and the light side. It's kind of crazy to me. No one else is giving core values or lessons like they should be. That's why I'm doing Foodtopia. I'm going around with all the food entrepreneurs in the world. All those who are having dreams big enough to fit others in them. And all those making an impact. The farmers, the processors, the restaurants, the, the beverages, the, nutri- the, the nutrient companies, nutritional companies. Focused on health and wellness the real right way. Not the bullshit way. Not the marketing way, not the quick dollar way, not following all the fucking trends that lead us down into a freaking darker hole. Be the light. How do I do that? I worry about me. I work on me. I compete with me. I become a better version of me, which turns up the light inside of me. Which means that I can shine brighter and I can shine more light and darkness. And when my light gets bright enough... I can help other individuals by helping shine light on them to help keep darkness away while they find their own light. But that takes encouragement. That takes believing in them. But first you've got to encourage yourself. Believe in yourself or you're never going to do it for anyone else. And that is what competing is with yourself. I'm going to leave it there, guys. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host, B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. You can find me on Instagram at Justin Bizarro. You can find me on other podcasts, Justin the Food Entrepreneurs, The Night Dash Or, D-A-S-H-O-R with Justin Bizarro, and the Justin Ryan Bizarro Show launching on May 1st. Keep kicking butt and kicking ass every day against you. Be a better father every day. Be a better coach to your kids every day. Be a better husband I'm going to talk from a male perspective just because that's where I am. Obviously, you can exchange it for any other word. Be a better brother. Be a better nephew. Be a better uncle. Be a better cousin. Be a better friend. Be a better best friend. Be a better shepherd of the animal kingdom. 
Be a better caretaker of the plants on, on our planet. Be a better consumer of food so I'm having a better impact on the world around me by diversifying my diet. Leading by example. Doing the right thing. Always going the extra mile. Always staying in positivity. Those are all things that we work on that grow us. Random acts of kindness. Big deal. Gets us out of ourselves. Helps humble us. Helps us get out of our own heads if we're being negative. It helps us allow us to give something so we learn to grow from our experiences. And stop running from every uncomfortability we have. Sit in it. I get it. It sucks. I get it. We want to mask it with drugs and alcohol and pharmaceuticals. Sit in it for a while. Get used to being uncomfortable. Figure out how to get your way out of it and see the human you become. I've had many rock bottoms in a lot of different ways. But I'm still here and I'm still fighting. I'm the greatest version of myself that's ever been. You too can have that. Every one of you. So remember to make distance on you and no one else. And that means making distance on weekends too. Thank you again, everyone. You can find us on Spotify or wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts. Keep a lookout for Foodtopia, Eat, Love, Learn. You can follow us on Instagram at Foodtopia TV. We'll be doing a lot of stuff there. If you want to follow my other podcast, Justin the Food Entrepreneurs, we have Instagram as well. We're not doing a very good job of keeping up with that, but we are trying to record a lot of shows. We're managing a lot of different guests, a lot of different avenues, a lot of growth, a TV show, launching a new company called Freedom Foods. I'm also a producer now. I also do networking events for food entrepreneurs, and I'm also heavily involved in growing other humans and coaching them, whether it's athletes, musicians, or entrepreneurs. I spend a lot of time doing that as well. And businesses, I have a bunch of those that I consult for right now. So I, why do I do it? Because I'm growing. I want every skill that I can have. I want to diversify my skills. I want knowledge. I want to know everything about the food game, the grocery stores, the delivery game, the production game, the restaurant game, the fast food game, all of it. I know how to build them. I know POS systems. I know how to produce massive amounts of foods. I know how to run a farm. I know how to process animals. I know how to process crops. I know how to do logistics and all that stuff. But that's just me stacking skills always. I'm going to continue to stack skills no matter what it is. And no job or anything out there is below me. You want to compete against yourself and make you the best version of yourself. Stop thinking you're better than everyone else. Stop thinking there's jobs that are below you. Go down and learn them and lead from the ranks. Because guess what? You need an arsenal of skills. And you need diverse knowledge in this world. And all of the consultants and all the people out there on Instagram or everywhere else that say that they're doing this, look at who they are. How long have they been around? How many skills have they stacked up in this game? Particularly a restaurant consultants. It's crazy. I get you had a successful restaurant, but you've never scaled a business. You never built business over national and international borders. Like that's what it needs. You want a consultant, look at the pedigree. Look at the resume. Look at what this individual has accomplished, not because they're competing against people, because they always are trying to be a better version of themselves so they can actually help individuals, not about making money. Do they get paid money to do it? Do we get paid money to do it? Do I get paid money to do it? Yes, absolutely. But the reason I do it is to grow people. 
and I'm way more efficient and effective at it and lining it up than most humans. Why? Because I want you to win. I'm not just going to give you bullshit advice based on something or make it up in something or whatever is going on out there because that's crazy stuff I'm seeing. Jeez, I tried to end this podcast three times. Obviously, I just keep talking. I've got a lot to say and God's speaking through me in a lot of ways. I hope everyone got a lot of information out of this. I'm fired up. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Going 17 and a half hours now. 18 hours almost in nine minutes here, including a 30-minute nap. And I've also done two workouts. And I've also got my gallon of water in. And I also figured out how to read my 10 pages. And I also got eight things done off my power list. I'm a freaking machine. I'm a lion. I'm a unicorn. And I'm a gorilla. And lastly, where I'm going to leave everyone so you know how much I'm competing with myself, I'm also working on partnership with New York State of Mind. And hopefully that goes somewhere. A clothing company. And a partnership with a clothing design and brand I developed two years ago called Gorilla Brave. I had a really bad partner in. Mistake. Thank God it didn't go anywhere. But that person wanted me to do all the work, wanted to ride my coattails, and then take credit for everything. And then blame me when things didn't go right. Nope. Gone. Running. So you want to know what also happens when you compete with yourself? You get rid of all the negative people. Whether you like it or not, it's going to happen. Your relationships, they change, even the intimate ones. You keep competing with yourself and growing and and you're with someone who isn't growing or then blames you or is negative towards you or tries to cut you down or tries to hold you back because you're growing and they have fear and they're fear-based and they're negative humans and they'd rather knock you down than grow. It's going to happen, guys. I'm sorry it hurts and it sucks, but you've got to grow from it and you've got to accept that you will outgrow a lot of humans in your life when you truly compete against yourself. Thank you, guys. I'm out.